Ecuador. That's right. Couch Co-op. Episode 25. I'm Ooh, Ian. I'm Jared. And we have a guest, John Patrick Kelly. Oh! Oh, he's so that loud. loud. That's <laughs> my son. Sorry, audience, for Sorry. our annoying <laughs> guest, JPK. I'm, I'm all pumped up with that music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might have noticed for this episode, we've decided to switch to our new theme song for the show, as well as now for the podcast. Which yeah. hopefully you enjoy it. Uh, you can view... Jay Scraper's SoundCloud on SoundCloud.com slash Jay Scraper. That's our musician. Yeah, he did all the music. Justin, he's a retro guy. And Grand Theft Auto. Retro and Grand Theft Auto guy. Yeah, he's been on the show and the podcast. I believe if you still like that old song, um, I believe it's on SoundCloud. Um, I'm not sure, but I think it's up there. Anyway, so... It's, I feel like it's been forever since we podcasted. Yeah, we missed last week. Uh, sorry about that. Ian decided he needed to have... Uh, Little trip to Mexico with his brand new wife, but I, we probably so didn't selfish. probably didn't need to do that trip. No, but, you know, you got plenty of beer. Yeah, well, I still have beer from the wedding. Yeah, that's true. There's plenty of beer here. I don't think I'll need beer for quite some time. You got to see some pretty awesome sunsets as your Facebook is polluted with sunset pictures. It's true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's all. I mean, yeah. They don't care about that. Yeah. They care They care about video games, video guys. Games. Hey, video games have beautiful sunsets these days. They do nowadays. You did a yeah. live-action Yelp review. Let's <laughs> yeah. not even get into that. <laughs> John, what have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a bunch of stuff today. Uh, I recently got a PSN uh, account, so now I am a Son of Milkman, all capitalized, spelled the way it sounds. And, uh, Why did you pick that name? Yeah, Son of Milkman. Jeez, man. Uh, well, one of the, the hosts, Ian, <laughs> his uh, his PSN account name is Milkman Pictures, and uh, and I am his son, so Son of Milkman. Oh, man. The, the ball's on you. Yeah. Right, so that, you, what have you been playing? That and some other names are taken that I wanted, <laughs> so wasn't my first pick. Um, but today I was playing Arkham Origins... Bloodstone. Bloodstone 007. And, uh, and I'm playing the new Black Flag Assassin's Creed game. Wow. And uh, your preference of them so far? Uh, I like Assassin's Creed the most. It's it's weird for me to go to because I used to be um, Xbox 360 guy. And so um, it's kind of I'm still making that transition over to the PlayStation controller, which right. isn't hard, but there's some like nuances I'm still getting used to. Right. How about you, Jerry? What have you been up to? Well... Yesterday, I actually decided, well, through the weekend, I decided to go back through and complete Metro Last Light. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. So I actually finished the story, and the game was really good. And I know I know the remastered version's coming out to PS4 soon, um, so if nobody's played any of the Metro games, I'd definitely recommend getting the remastered copies. I think it's even going to Xbox One, because uh, uh, Metro... 2033 didn't come to PlayStation. That was Xbox only. Oh. And then Metro Last Light was for both of them. And uh, I've only played Last Light. And I really enjoyed it. So I, I don't see myself picking up the remastered versions of that because I already beat Last Light. But the game's graphics are really well done. All the textures, I really enjoyed their rich environments. The characters, the NPCs they had in the world, you know, they had long segments. I mean, mm-hmm. you could, like, hang out in these different little secluded city areas and watch, like, a group of people just interact for, like, 10, 15 minutes right, at yeah. a time. And they're always saying different things, Same doing things. different things. There's even, like, a shadow puppet show for the kids that's kind of fun to watch. And there's even, like, little missions for some of those. I yeah, yeah, there's like missions. find a toy for the kid. Yeah, I found the little teddy bear for the kid. But, uh, I mean, that was just kind of a little mini game where you had to 
do pretty much trap shooting with bugs. Right. But so with the remastered stuff, does it come um, does it come with full price or do they discount it at it's, all? It usually doesn't come out at full price unless you're Tomb Raider. Right. Yeah, Tomb Raider I think was the only one that did that. Yeah, Last of Us was forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I imagine this will be it's probably fifty or less. Yeah, so at least they're not full price games. And I imagine on PSN. I would think because they've done it for other like collections that they'll break those separately. So you'll probably be able to play yeah. twenty thirty three. You'll probably get it for a discounted price. Just as a yeah, I, I do believe you can buy them separately. So I just uh, don't recall exactly what that was. I, I actually believe you. If I if my memory serves me right, you can buy either of them for like twenty five bucks or something like mm-hmm. that, or the whole bundle for forty or something like that. Oh wow, it's a pretty nice. pretty sweet meal deal there. Cool. Yeah. Also. I have been playing a little bit of Fez since that came free for PlayStation Plus, and so far I'm enjoying it. The thing I don't really enjoy about it is it's kind of hard to navigate because I see points of the map that I really want to get to, but it's, I don't know, I just find it kind of challenging to get around. There's portals and warp zones and stuff like that, but it doesn't really say, hey, we're going to take you here, or here's the most direct route. You know, I, I don't know, it's probably just a lame complaint about the game but it's really well built and it, it looks great and has really good puzzles in it i mean I've, I've been stuck several times and had to use the internet for <laughs> conclusion on some of that well a lot of the puzzles are kind of cryptic and right. weird i mean i don't know how people figured them out in the first place that must have taken the community a long time to do oh really yeah, yeah. And let's see, the other free PlayStation 4 game this month, I, I played a little bit of that. It's called The Road Not Taken, and I was having some fun with it. It's almost set up, like every map is kind of set up like a little chessboard. You can move up, down, left, right, and you can pretty much grab anything on the screen, and whatever angle you grab it from, you can throw in that direction only. And hmm. uh, I mean, to open certain ways, you have to match like three of this specific tree or three of these rocks colored different colors and you know things like that and there's enemies uh but after i made it to the normal difficulty and got through the training i was playing and this bird kept on getting me because if you go under the bird like at least two blocks i don't know how far below him you can go but he picks you up and throws you in a random place on the map and that got really annoying and i died and realized that by dying you have to restart the whole game. So what? I decided I didn't want to oh, deal nice. with that kind of game again. I, I didn't, like, uh, well, the last time I dealt with something like that was... We don't want was, classic game mechanics. We uh, want current game mechanics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's an okay game. I mean, if people like puzzles and kind of action, weird, I don't even know how to describe the game. It's more puzzle-based, and you have to think ahead. You know, definitely some problem-solving in it. It's, it's okay. I like the art style. And the characters are just whatever. Cool. I don't know. Also, Dead Space 3 is what I started today. Oh, you started it? Yeah. Yeah, I decided I wanted to. A lot of people complain that it's a lot of action compared to the first one. But, I mean, as the story progresses in the series, I mean, you kind of shit hits the fan. So, I couldn't imagine the same kind of dark horror action when a whole colonies are completely changed or whatever, attacking you. I mean, where you have you, to. Where are you on the game so far? Oh, geez. Um, I am pretty much at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is Still it, at the, like, second or third third chapter. Oh, I don't know. Is yeah. it as um, scary uh, now that it's taking more of an action-oriented Oh, role? I thought it was scary. I decided no, to play it. No, you're no just, it's, you're it's not scary. I mean, I'm, I decided to play it on casual because I didn't want to so spend too much time scary? with it. it <laughs> as soon as I walked into that door and it closed behind me and then it got dark and I could hear things, I was like, eh, this is not my game. Oh, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> but, well... When you need co-op, though, let me know. So yeah. I, can, I need to do that. So you can run away? Yeah. Well, we'll be there together. What What was the... Okay, speaking of horror stuff, I played that... What, P- oh, PT. Playable... Trailer, tra- teaser, Teaser from uh, Kojima. The Silent Hills demo. Yeah, and it, it had some creepy moments. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to scare me, but, I mean, there's certain areas of it that just kind of weird you out. Or, you know, I have a child now, and there's a lot of crying stuff. Like, there's a part in it where... It's like this refrigerator swinging from the roof, 
and there's blood dripping out of it, and a child's banging around inside, crying and screaming. So I was just like, oh, God, what the crap am I getting into? But that was probably the worst of it. I mean, it's it's definitely related to what it's teasing. I, I don't know if spoilers are really on this, but uh, the game that it's related to, uh, the art style is definitely represented on a couple of the things in it. Though one of the most interesting things had to have been one of the times you get locked in the room. Not locked in the room, but started at the beginning. There's like this paper bag you turn around after you get your flashlight, and it starts kind of wiggling, and it starts talking to you. There's like blood dripping out the bottom. and <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to think of that. It's like a head in there. It could be a head, who knows? But uh, the, What's in the, the, bag? The, the thing in the sink in the bathroom, that thing is like this weird mutated baby thing. It's kind of gross looking, and it's you can see its heart beating through its chest. And Whoa. It's all no, I hear it's pretty messed up. A lot of people were saying, especially on the first, everyone's saying like how messed up the game. Like yeah, well, I, I know a lot of younger people, you know, they aren't too fond of that stuff but i i've grown up with survival horror stuff oh, and I, horror movies i and, couldn't do it you know that personally that kind of stuff doesn't bug me how long did it take you like some people say like you can bust through it in like 20 minutes other people are saying like, if you get caught in one of the, the loops you could be there forever yeah i i had to loops. resort to the internet on that because there there's one point where you're going running really fast and you're kind of disoriented and the lights are all red and it just everlasting hallways that just change randomly in the same different directions because throughout the whole game you know it's like you start you go forward you turn right you go down the stairs and then it loops back through that same hallway and that's the whole game and this one you know it kept on turning and turning and turning and there's only one difference on the map there's a hole in the wall that looks into the bathroom and you have to look through that hole and I didn't know that I didn't even notice there was a picture on the ground and the hole was there and I just ran by it a hundred times, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it has some good puzzles in it. And the last one, a lot of people were really annoyed with it. It took me several tries even after reading about it because I don't, I don't know if it's really set up to be systematic or just kind of random. Nobody's really been able to confirm that. Um, I, IGN seems to have the best guide on that if you need help with that. Cool. Awesome. Um, I guess my turn, huh? Yeah, um, yeah. What have you been playing, Ian? Uh, what have I been playing? Well, I just recently, uh, John mentioned it, but I picked up uh, Bloodstone 007 for $10. Just new, cheap. So well, I, didn't you say Metal Jesus? You said that was one of his hit, hidden gems or something? It was like a hidden gem, and it harkens back to that PS2, James Bond, Everything or Nothing, which I liked a lot. And it does harken back to that game, and I did. Uh, I already beat it. I did like it quite a bit. It's r- a really short game. Um but it's fun if you like James Bond. It's fun. I enjoyed it. So, and I'm playing through it again on uh, super hard difficulty. Too. And this this is coming from somebody that bought the ultimate 007 oh, yeah. collectors Blu-ray have, box. I do have that. Very so awesome. he he's a 007 fan. I am. So I like James Bond. So anyway, so I like that. I've been playing that. Um, I've been trying to get back into Batman Arkham Origins, but man, I don't know. It's just it's taking a lot of me a lot. Man. Uh, trying to get back into it, it's just like I just don't really care about this game. I don't. So right now, I'm kind of put that on the back burner. And then, oddly enough, um, on Facebook, Borderlands was giving away some more shift keys. Oh, so wow. I went on to Border- I went on to Borderlands too, and I got I entered like three shift codes. I got like five keys and two costumes. And then I said screw it, and I just started playing on Ultimate Vault Hunter mode. That's fun. And, um, uh, I just been playing. Got a whole bunch of cool, crazy new weapons, and I don't know, just by myself, I was just... Oh, like, you were just solo playing? Just solo by myself. Yeah, I got fun. a... What's I a got, shift key? Uh, it's what opens the golden chest in oh, okay. Sanctuary, and they give away codes. It's a, yeah, it's a code you have to input into the game. And then they oh. give you keys to open the chests. Anyway, so I got a cool weapon, some weapons from that, and then uh, uh, when I was out fighting some of the, one of the bosses, they dropped a... a uh, a legendary mod for my siren which was pretty cool so i respect my character and i don't know i just got caught up in it for like three hours i was just gonna mess around for like 15 minutes and i started playing it for like three hours and so i got caught up in that and then last night like at midnight for like two hours or something i was playing ssx again i just wanted to do oh, some fun. snowboarding I, oh man that game's so awesome but it's also not awesome i wish it was more like the ps2 versions um i feel like they added too many new 
I mean, it's still the same fun game, but I felt like they added some extra stuff that just didn't need. But, man, it's such a fun game. I like snowboarding. Yeah, I can't say, because I only played the demo, but it was a lot of fun. But uh, So that's pretty much all I've been playing. I did download that Proteus game. The, I love the that Jared, game. Not really a game, more of an experience. Yeah, Jared's experience games. Um, and I kind of messed around. And then I was... Because it was like late at night when I downloaded it, and I was playing it, and then I actually fell asleep. Well, I like passed out playing. <laughs> you you should be interested that it's a lot of really easy to get silver and gold trophies. Yeah, that's why one of the reasons. So I'll I'll do that at some point. But I thought it was funny. I was playing it, and I, I just kind of actually like. Well, okay. <laughs> speaking out. of Borderlands, I, I watched a video on the pre sequel that's coming out, and the weapons they're adding kind of interested me. They're actually adding laser beams. Oh, really? So. Those actually looked like a lot of fun. And also, speaking of trophies, I finally made it to level 17. Oh, congratulations. Thanks. Wow, nice. Yeah. Now what are you, like 25% behind me now? Yeah, I'm at 1% in number 17. Maybe 24% then. Yeah, I got a bit. (laughs) But uh, cool, that's what we've been playing. Um, Generally, we move on to the next topic. But we had a podcast, uh, a friend of mine's podcast, uh, do a little segment for us. And so I figured we'd transition into that right now, and then kind of uh, after we listen to their segment, uh, we could kind of talk about what they were talking about. So let's do that now. Hey, the Couch Co-op gang. This is Nick Vole and Craig Burnback from Burnback's Always Right. Some sports nerds talking to some video game nerds. It's like a, it's some people's nightmare. <laughs> we're going to talk about our favorite Sports video games. Uh, let's start back back at the beginning. Craig, what was the first sports video game you played? I played that, uh, and I know it's, it's it's not video, but I started with the electronic football with this the dot, and if you get to the top or the bottom, you ran straight for a touchdown, and uh, people got in trouble on the bus all the time because of the noise it made. But uh, uh, and then you know I'm old, you know I'm 43, so I mean I played baseball on Atari when it was just the pitcher stick figure and the batter stick figure, and it was either like an out or a home run every time, yet everything looked like a ground ball. (laughs) Everything looked like a ground ball because, you know, there's no depth perception in the Atari. But uh, On the Atari, I played the next generation. That That was my first game, hardball. So you're the pitcher. You have four pitches. You throw them. They all go to the same place. You're the hitter. (laughs) The view never changes. That was my first first, uh, sports game. We mocked them, but we spent hours doing it. Oh, yes. It was your best choice. Yes, it was true. It so was my family wasn't like a video game family, right? So I, we got an Atari 800 when I was like seven years old because my uncle, who lived in Sacramento, bought it for us for Christmas one year. Nice. My mother was aghast. The uh, Atari 800, as you might recall, had a keyboard built in. So my mom like justified it because, oh, it's a word processor <laughs> also. Yeah, I, d- I, I, never, was... I never had that. I never had the uh, – I went right from Atari to no games really in high school because my mom was very – very down on it, um, to college. And then, boom, Tech Mobile. <laughs> so, yeah, Tech Mobile came out when I was probably in middle school. Yeah, I think I was in high school, actually, but I didn't I didn't have it. So I did play at my buddy Dave Isley's. I remember Activision games being really good. But yeah. uh, then in college, man, I, I studied, I promise. I did pretty well. But, man, Tech Mobile. Tech Mobile. Bo Jackson. Yeah, uh, you either had to be Bo Jackson in the Raiders or you had to be Chicago Bears because obviously they were the best team and that was really easy. But I was always the Vikings because I was a Vikings fan as a kid and I would run with Darren Nelson and it was great. That wasn't good. When, <laughs> I, because I was kind of like you. Like when I After the Atari era, I didn't get, have a Nintendo. So I would go to my friend Mike Payne's house who lived like two blocks away and he got sick of me. I think he stopped inviting <laughs> me over because he had baseball stars. And Baseball oh. Stars was the bomb. I do remember that. You know, you, you play. Mm-hmm. If you win, you get points. You increase your team. You make them better. And, and you, you can name your players. Name your players. Yeah. And that was a big deal. That was the first game I recall any sports game where you could actually monkey with yeah. the game itself, change names, make your players different. It was huge. Old. Yeah, no, I played that in college, too. My uh, roommate, Chris Franchese, uh, we always made fun of him because his girlfriend was Doreen. And she did not go to our school. Uh, and he named his best player Doreen. After his oh, girlfriend, that's and that, terrible. oh, it was awful, and but and she was awesome. So you lose <laughs> to Doreen because he and, uh, and but now I remember I would make uh, Nettles. I'd make Greg Nettles, and it was amazing to be able to make your favorite player who didn't play anymore. And uh, yeah, you can name him, you know. And 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 then you had like I always felt weird playing against the bad names. Like people would come up ways to make not you know not politically correct name just wrong just wrong like stuff that you shouldn't see on a video game and i always felt that was wrong i never did that i always named my players either craig 
burn back, nettles, Nick. I named him Nick after the Knicks. You know, it was kind of fun. I'd have a Patrick Ewing and a baseball field. So, uh, but nope, I do remember baseball stars. That was awesome. And, uh, and I, I, you know, it's kind of weird because you look back at those games and your brain can't help but make kind of laugh at it that you thought it was so awesome considering what the games are like today. And yeah, today, so today, my mother walked in when I was playing NBA 2K14, and it was like July, and she's like, oh, is, is this a replay of a basketball game? I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I know, I'm playing this game, and NBA 2K14 is now my my game, it's my jam now, I can't believe I just said that, uh, it's my game now, and what I love about the new video games, sports video games, is what we were just talking about before this, was that you create your own player, and then live out your career kind of mode, so in NBA 2K14, I am Nick Vol. Starting a two guard for the Denver Nuggets, you only control your own actions. So when you're off ball, you're not controlling every player's actions. You're hoping to get the ball so you can shoot it or pass it or whatever. And it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible because it sounds like real life except for you're really awesome and they always pass you the ball. That's what what makes it better because you, you basically make a reality, the reality that you wanted when you were 14, not the one that existed, right? Yeah. And well, one of the funny things to me about the, this, this, uh, mode too is at the end of the game they'll interview you like the press will interview <laughs> doris burke will say uh nick you had 12 points and 16 assists today you really passing the ball well out there and then they give you four choices to answer and you only get the first sentence so you don't know where the rest oh. of it's going and then you answer it you choose it and then you sometimes you're like i would never say that <laughs> and then you get judged by the fans and your teammates on what you said but you're like i don't really have any and it's the worst feature but the weirdest thing about it is they only have one voice they've chosen and it's a very urban voice, which is hilarious to see blonde Nick Vole sound not, like. That's not you. It's not ba- me. Basically. So it, it hurts. It hurts the reality at that point. That's the one point that's not. The fact that you scored 29 points a game and, and 12 assists, that, that could totally happen. But this is the one part because you would never sound like that. So that, that, that kills the reality for you. I think you nailed it right there. <laughs> uh, we are uh, Burmack's Always Right podcast. We are available on iTunes. And uh, CraigBurnback.com. Yeah. You can also follow Craig on Twitter at CBurnback, K-A-T-U. And the K-A-T-U is because that's what I do for a job that pays. I work at uh, K-A-T-U, Channel 2, the ABC affiliate here in Portland, and, of course, in southwest Washington. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I am Nick Vole. You can find me on Twitter at, at Nick Vole. Thanks for having us, Couch Co-op guys. Yeah, and uh, we look forward to hearing you talk some sports. We'll see how that goes. All right, thanks, Craig and Nick, uh, for that. I guess it's our time for uh, the rebuttal. As a, uh, we have to come up with sports. Do we, do we even play sports video games? No. First, wait, wait, wait. Before we get into this, Nick, I believe what you're playing is really NBA 2K Dungeons and Dragons because it's really just a role playing game. It is. It's really just the evolution of D and D. You know, bunch of kids in their basement, but instead of fighting gremlins or monsters are, are you calling nick a number crunching nerd yes okay yes i get it i get it there's just there's just not a dice there's not a dice you roll you roll okay. a ball or something anyway yeah. <laughs> no okay so sports video games what are uh, throw some out i don't know what do we get do we play sports video games well we play a few newer ones here and there just like some more arcadey ones like well, nhl three on three is one of your favorite ones it's not one of my favorite ones but it's one that we have fun as a group what was that soccer game we, we did for catch oh uh pro evolution soccer yeah. but we don't seriously play that that's like we play that as like a one-off I, I think we're kind of in the same boat as Craig and Nick, where most of the games we played sports-wise were much, much older yeah, like than the tech current mobile. I, mean, games. I, remember, I remember Tech Mobile playing that a lot when yeah. I was a kid and stuff. Tech Mobile was wonderful. But the, the first football game I actually played was called Ten Yard Fight. No, it yeah. was kind of a top to bottom, whereas Tech Mobile, I think, went from the left to right. It was one, of, one or the other, but, uh, you know, the field was really blocky and kind of goofy looking, but Tech Mobile was way better. I know Nick has a point of contention in calling racing games sports games, or sport. He doesn't think racing is a sport, but um, uh, I played a lot of racing games on Atari and Nintendo. So, like, you know... And you I, still to do today. Today, yeah, I'm a huge racing game fan. So, um, But, like, back in Atari, it's like Speedway, I believe one of them was called. and Which is a really... I mean, we played it once. It's a really awful racing game that you really just 
you, the car goes side to side and you just have to miss objects or you catch the numbers. <laughs> you oh, catch numbers yeah. And you catch like Old numbers school. in order, one, two, and three. It's a really That's kind right. of – I guess you're learning there though. I guess it's a learning <laughs> tool. Um, and then on, on Nintendo, you know, Alan's or Junior's, uh, you know, indie racing and those type of games I played a lot of. Don't forget pod racing, man. Oh, pod racing on 64. Oh, yeah. That, well, really back, back in the old days, if you want to talk about racing, Rad Racer done by Squaresoft, that one was the best. Rad Racer 1. So if we, if we talk video, like, sports games as car games, I've, we, I've played a lot of those. But I think what they really want to know about is, like, Larry versus Bird. I played it, and I loved that. <laughs> um, well, the, the baseball game... There's two baseball games I used to play the crap out of, and uh, one was RBI Baseball. Right. That game was pretty advanced for its time. I mean, you got to, when you were pitching, you got to see all the bases, and you had to cover your base for people to steal them and all that. But I don't know. It, it was really well done. Uh, but the my number one on that is uh, Base Wars, which that one, I, I don't think you've ever seen it, but it was robots playing baseball and all of them were kind of different there was some that hovered some that had tank treads and like the pitcher had an arm cannon and he shot the ball out of his arm cannon and uh, if if the guy holding the ball went and tagged the runner you would actually get in this huge brawl and each each different player had his own attacks. Like, there was one with a giant motorcycle wheel. He, like, spun and did this huge attack. It was really awesome. I remember seeing that in, like, Nintendo Power or something. Yeah, and that, it looked cool. That game never... needs to come back. Because I, I personally like the sports games that are more fantasy-based. Like, I I loved Mutant League Football back on the Genesis days. Oh, wow. That game was pretty cool. Never played that. I, I, think, the only, I think back in that time period, the only real sports game I played... Uh, NBA Jam, you know, in arcade was really big, and then they had it on Super Nintendo and Genesis. So I played a lot of Boom Shakalaka. Boom Shakalaka. Would uh, fighting games fit someone to um, no. sport games? That doesn't really. Count. Oh, well, unless you're talking UFC, but like not not games. like Street UFC, Fighter stuff. Boxing, boxing games are unless you're, I don't know, Mike Tyson's Punch Out. It's not really realistic. But uh, if you go in the more like. Uh, King of the Ring, kind of Ring of Fighters or whatever the crap those I boxing games were called. Final, no. Uh, what final is fight? No. Final <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, what is? Uh, yeah. What? That. Whatever. I don't. I have no idea. Is there really? I don't know. Or if you really want to go off the rails, WWF or E games. Oh, yeah, I don't think, I think wrestling counts as real sports yeah. games either. <laughs> uh, a lot of people would uh, disagree with you, but. Uh, I'm with you on this. I really, uh, yeah, aside from, well, snowboarding. If you consider snowboarding a sport, I play a lot of snowboarding games. What else would it be? Not really. It's not. I mean, well, no. I mean, you know, it's like racing, though, again. Well, and so there's a contention of, like, whether racing is a sport. Cause the, you're the first, if you want to go into that, the first skiing game I ever played was called Slalom. I think I played that back on the Apple IIe. Uh-huh. And you were just at an isometric view going down a white cloth and it was just a white background and there were flags you had to slalom between them it was super basic as you could imagine i think the last madden game i played was like on ps2 no it was at dave's house he like borrowed it or rented it oh that's right but i don't know it's just it doesn't uh, appeal to me anymore it used to kind of appeal to me on ps2 i played i owned i own it and i played it quite a bit but it just doesn't appeal to me anymore so i don't know well overall i think sports games are kind of alienating just the casual sports fan because they get so advanced and there's way too many details it's like you actually need to follow sports to understand what's going on and how to play it like I mean, there's juke buttons. I don't even know right. what a juke is. Well, the... well Nick, uh, so Nick mentioned uh, 2K14 and PSN. Uh, I, I have it on my console, and I went through this tutorial, and it is crazy in-depth. But, like, I play, like, one game kind of okay, and then I just kind of don't come back to it. And then when I do come back to it, I totally don't remember how to play yeah. any of that. But if you see Nick, it's the only game Nick plays. And so, like, when I see him, I'm like, it's the, he, he must be so good at that game because it's, like, it's the only thing he plays. And he plays it. All the time, you'll have to play a game <laughs> against him. I don't think I, I don't think it was even worth it. I think yeah. I would just lose. Like I, 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 I think it'd just be kind of funny to watch. <laughs> well, maybe if it maybe was all, we should make that. Maybe happen. it was all three of us against him. Maybe we could like do like a like a him. He could probably beat all of us still though. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, any other sports games, John? Johnny Boy? Uh, just 
I guess I, I remember playing King Griffey Jr. Slugfest on the N64, and then there was that Mario tennis game. Oh, here we go. And, uh, that's kind of... Bases loaded. <laughs> hey, you know what? I played a round of golf in Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, yeah. And it, was, yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty legit. I thought it was decent golfing. You can go to the driving range in GTA Four. Oh, well, you can actually play nine holes in GTA Five. Oh. Oh, just beat you. <laughs> you don't really need any other you can, games You can play Grand your favorite character, though, in GTA Four. though. <laughs> oh, don't start. Nico. <laughs> yeah, how about you, Jerry? You got, is that it? That's about it. Mm. I mean, I... I pretty much labeled all the ones like uh, rbi baseball was actually in the arcade at my local bowling alley so that was pretty interesting i don't think i've ever seen a arcade baseball game wow. ever since that all right well i think that wraps up that segment and now we're going to transition into our main topic of the day transition Ding. we need like a just a sound. sound effect. I don't know. Something like No, we probably don't need that because I think John likes it when I make stupid transition sounds. Yeah, it's kind of funny. I like it when you improv. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I, I thought we kind of – we haven't done a top five in a while, and I thought we'd do a top five favorite video game characters. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. And I think we'll start with Johnny. Yeah. Take it away, JPK. What is your number five? Number five. Have you done a top five with us yet? Um, I don't think you have. I don't think so. Okay, then I haven't. <laughs> Go for it. What is your number five? So my number five uh, pick is Yusuf Amir from Grand Theft Auto V, The Ballad of Gay Tony. Four. Four. Grand Theft Auto Four. Did I say five? Yes. Okay. My char- number five character <laughs> is Yusuf Amir from Grand Theft Auto Four: The Ballad of Gay Tony. And who I didn't play The Ballad of Gay Tony. Who is he? Uh, he's just one. Um, he's just a character you get missions from, but he's a very eccentric uh, Middle Eastern guy. Uh, so pretty much, he's in construction, but he's the son of a wealthy and successful. So he's kind of like the dirtbag, like trash son of a wealthy father who thinks, you know. Everything he does is golden, but he's just very eccentric, does a lot of drugs, it's pretty funny, and he's just this big, fat, balding, Middle Eastern dude who likes to party. Awesome. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Jared, what That's pretty be, great. What was your number five? My number five is a cyborg Mark IV named Sergeant Rex Power Colt. Oh my god, I didn't even think Far about that. From Far Cry 3, That's a good Blood, Blood Dragon. Dragon. <sighs> that character cracks me up what well for choice. what five or six hours of play that i did i was laughing pretty much the whole time what a good choice that is yeah he was a really well-built character you know exactly where his mind was all the time i am jealous of that choice actually that <laughs> i i was thinking of putting him up a little higher on the list but uh i think number five is a good seat for him uh if nobody has played that game it's so cheap. It's fifteen bucks and less. If yeah, you find it on Steam, I'm sure. I think but you can get Blood the, Dragon's so awesome. You can that get like a, awesome. The Far Cry collection for like twenty bucks. I yeah, think. it's really cheap. So, but it is. You need it. Uh, who? What's the guy's name who plays that character? Uh, it's the same guy who did Robocop, isn't it? Bean. Um, not Sean Bean, but uh. Yeah, it, I don't uh, know. What is his name? Anyway, he's in. You were you were a not in Robocop. He's in Terminator. He's a, he's oh he played the T one thousand. Why can't I ever think of his or name? The, um, or the first? No, he plays the son of um, what's his name? Son of uh, Michael John, Bean. Michael Bean. He's a, plays the son of John Connor, or the father of John Connor. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he comes back in time to save her. In the anyway, never mind. Oh, okay. that makes yeah. sense. Okay. Never mind. Anyway, well, yeah. who, whoever he was, <laughs> he nailed it. Glad yeah. we took five minutes <laughs> yeah. to figure that out. Yeah, right. Sorry. I'm sorry, internet. That was awful. That's awful geek. That's just my brain, my old man brain, just failing me on every front. Ian, what's your number five? My number five? Uh, this is kind of, well, I'm just going to, um, Commander Shepard. Yeah. But. Unisex. Commander no. Shepherd. As, which which as, as female Commander Shepard. Female good or female evil? I don't care about that. I just, the performance <laughs> by uh, the actress, uh, was Jennifer Hale? Is that what her name is? I think so. so oh, that man. sounds about right. I'm going to be wrong, too, now. you got a laptop in I front know. Of you. I know. It's recording. I don't want to touch <laughs> it. It might freeze and die. Probably. But, uh, no, I just... 
I wanted to get a Mass Effect character in there, and all there's so many characters in that game I love. Um, like Grunt, I think Grunt is awesome. Uh, Thane it is, is awesome. Uh, but, Jennifer uh, Hall. Jennifer Hall, that's what it is. Well, that, I I remembered that because I recently bookmarked a video that I need to watch. Is the real Commander Shepard reads us all the bedtime story. Right. Kotaku posted that, and I'm sure plenty of other sites did. But continue. But I think she her performance is better than the male performance of the character i so, agree i play so, it as both so uh and so, to me it's i like female characters and i don't know just awesome so anyway whatever femship number five for me and also kind of my nod to the entire character gallery of mass effect john number four is indeed number four uh my number four pick is andrew ryan from the bio first bioshock and why um because, so, I really like dark and complex characters. I just really like dark characters in general. Like, if someone's, like, mopey and serious and maybe a little psychotic, like, that's the kind of character I... A like, little psychotic? I gravitate towards. Um, so, I like Andrew Ryan just because, uh, you know, he was a man with a vision, and he had... But, you know, he wasn't going to settle for anything less. And, of course, you know, with any utopia, eventually falls apart. And but and then even even how he dies like it's pretty memorable how you know Spoiler. he tells tells uh, oh <laughs> if you haven't played by now sorry anyways uh, but you know even how you know he chose the way he died just to prove a point that you know the as the character you play is a slave and you know a slave obeys and he's so I I thought uh, he's just a dark complex character who is really powerful and memorable cool. I Jerry, like it. Number four. Number four for me. I'm. I'm. This is probably the farthest back I'm going to go. Is Final Fantasy two for the Super Nintendo or oh, four? Wow, wow. If anybody wants to fight about that one, <laughs> uh, my favorite character in that series on four was uh, Kane. That was the dragoon. That was the first time I was introduced to the dragoon character. Which also I carried that persona into Final Fantasy fourteen. I just really enjoyed the character they created in that he was just i remember him being this super badass guy and uh, i don't know just every every time i finally unlocked him because i probably went through that game five or six times oh, wow. i had to have kane in my party at all times he was always my favorite cool um yeah you know john was over and we were talking about coming up with our list it's like there probably won't be a Final Fantasy character in mind because I'm not a Final Fantasy But, like, there are so many characters in that. Square used to be and still is kind of very good at fleshing out characters. Right. So I, I had to pick at least one. There's several characters I could have added to this list from Final Fantasy, but I didn't, obviously. All right, so my number four. Uh, my f- number four character is my only... Uh, non-playable character and the only villain to show up on my list and uh i went with glados from portal and portal 2 yes without this character that game would just be a series of puzzles that would be still fun but i think just her the voice the the acting the way it's written it just makes it more of a story in a game and uh that's why you wanted to continue. Yeah, exactly, right? You want she's like taunting you yeah. and you want to get there and, and then like in two you kind of feel sad for her, but you don't I don't know, you kind of you sympathize with her kind of you, but not you have feelings for the computer. But uh I don't know. I just think it's a as a really well-written character and so my second or my number four character and my second female character on my list. <laughs> I couldn't imagine you actually selected a dude. <laughs> um, well, I, I have a feeling I, I know exactly who you're, <laughs> either number two or one is. So before we get into uh, our top threes here, uh, John, kind of tell me how you went. We'll go around the table, but how did you go about compiling your list? And uh, were there things you decided to leave off for certain reasons or why? Um, well, I have actually, I downloaded an app, um, oh, an app. on my phone, the Xbox smart glass, um, just, just oh, because to look of, through your old trophies, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Or so I, I pretty much just went through my game library that was on there and just kind of like was looking through and scanning through like which characters like stuck out to me. And then, um, and then my list wasn't necessarily to pick like, like 
at least for me, my list is, uh, isn't at all like five greatest video game characters of all time. Right. It's just five video game characters that I really like and come to come to mind. Right. How about you, Jared? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the same page. I, I actually did pull up my PlayStation app on my tablet just to scroll through, but I already had several of them picked out in the top of my head. Right. Um, but I knew I knew I couldn't pick most Nintendo characters because they don't have personality. Right. So like, Link doesn't say anything. And, uh, and Mario. Samus. Mario. <laughs> well, they they tried a game with Samus in Metroid uh, to say things, but I despise that game. They ruined it, and nobody likes the game. Uh, and that wasn't Samus. And yeah, no, I would have selected Link if he actually had a personality. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people say Link is who you want him to be. <laughs> you are Link. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> cool. How about you? Uh, for me, yeah, I mean, I didn't really think about it like that. I think uh, what I went through was like, A, um, they had to be originally video game characters. It couldn't be like movie franchises or comic book franchises. It had to be they were created for a video game. That's a good point. And, and then... Uh, I wasn't. This one is kind of the the Femship one was kind of a point of contention because I didn't want to do any creative characters, but I felt that Commander Shepard was enough of a character in the game, and they had to build the game around that character, regardless yeah. if it was what sex. But I wasn't going to pick my big booby girl from Saints Row or you know some like Skyrim, my Skyrim character or something. Characters I liked making and have a fondness for, but no one else knows who those characters are. So those were kind of the two main things, and then it was just. Characters that have always meant something to me or I've always thought were very – had a lot of flourish or, you know, that kind of stuff. So that was kind of yeah. my, my uh, way into uh, the list. So now we can get back a little uh, – you know, just a little background helps, I think, the audience to know why. Anyway, yeah. so number three, John, give it to us. Uh, I'm actually going to make – uh, a change in my well, life. A change? You can't oh, do that. Oh, oh did, did you oh. not like what Ian or I oh. were saying about how we I know, selected I know what it was. Well, don't don't tell me you picked <laughs> Batman or something. There's two characters no. that, that were... Uh, I, think it's the, I think it's the, I'm Link character. Yeah. No, no. Well, oh. that's one of them. But the other one is, because uh, you, uh, spoiler alert, you've included Garrus in your list and oh. he's in my list as well. That's so all right. I, I can right. change mine on a whim because there's several characters in the Mass Effect world that I love. I'm going to change my number three to John Marston. That's what I'm going to change. Oh, that's here. a good choice. De- mm-hmm. Red Dead. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we can probably know. But, you know, come on. Give us. Uh, you know, one thing I like the trend more towards is, like, because I remember kind of, like, in the early 2000s when, you know, like, games are coming out with more, like, moral, morality, like, charts, like, fable and stuff like that. You know, it was really simplistic. And now I, I really like a lot more how games becoming more realistic. Red Dead being a perfect example where... The character is neither good or bad. Like, he has good qualities and he has bad qualities. But you can't necessarily call him, like, you know, a heroic person. Really? You can't call him, like, evil at the same time. I mean, he's an antihero, you know, uh, but... But I think he's a good person. I, I feel like that w- one of the things that kept me... But I think some people would disagree. Some people would be like, you know, oh, he's murder. He's a murderer. You know, he, he used to steal. Like, he's beyond redemption. But well, he, he got himself into that situation because he right. initially was Bad. a criminal. Yeah. But the game is called Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. He's redeeming himself. Um, I just feel like he his... his um, you're right. He is a. Uh, he comes from like that. It's kind of like unforgiven in his. Where, like, but I think he was like comparing bad. to like an er, like fable, right, you know, where right, you're right, either right, good right. or bad. Right, so right, you're either right. all evil. Right. Like, uh, you know, an example being from fable is like at one point, you know, some guy got bitten by a werewolf, and I and I and then of course he asks like, "Hey, can I hang with you guys?" And I'm just <laughs> right. like, "No," because I'm gonna have to fight you, and I don't want to deal with that right. BS. And. Uh, and but then like I like I was evil for doing that. And it's oh. just like I'm no, evil for doing like, yeah, so. Um, so I like John just because he's a complex character. Um, and then I would agree. I mean, he is he is like a good guy, but he's also you know he's not going to take you know shit from nobody, mm. and he's not gonna he's gonna do what he sees fit. Right. Right. All right, Jared. My number three. I I was looking for a female character that I actually felt a lot for you know I, I became very attached to her it was elena fisher from the uncharted series she's the blonde one 
<laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> she well, is. other than the fact that I was attracted to her, <laughs> I I don't know. She just got put in this really bad situation, and she was always a really good sport about it. You know, she was kind of the reporter trying to get the information, the news scoop, and just ended up getting drug along for the ride and stuck with it. I, I liked how strong her character was. And, I don't know, she was also sweet, even when, you know, shit was hitting fans. Right. She was just such a wonderful person, even through the games, you know. And that's one of those uh, characters that you just get attached to and remember fondly. Cool. No, I I, I, I don't hate Uncharted. Yeah, I, I, know you, I know you're not a big fan of Uncharted, but you... I'm sure you understand. But the, char- about her. the character development in those games is really yeah. Solid, I love so. several characters in the Uncharted series, but yeah, she is my standout character. Cool. Um, my number three is yet another female character, and this one is probably the more uh, questionable. I could probably could replace it with someone else if I'd really thought about it. But I really do like this character. She's really crazy and out there and hot, and when you do her superpowers, she gets kind of naked. Anyway, oh, Bayonetta. Okay. So Bayonetta. Oh, oh she's hey. British. She sucks on suckers. She sounds hot. Hey now. And, hey, she uh, is sexy. And uh, I enjoyed the game. And it's by will be the only game I buy for my Wii U. That's so, right. <laughs> but uh, and uh, you know, bonus, my uh, girlfriend now wife, you know, has a bayonet costume that she wore for Halloween one year. It was really hot. So I, I, I don't know. I. The game is not perfect, but I think that character is a lot of fun, and it's really cool and crazy, and it's the kind of stuff I like. I, um, so um, I liked it. Number yeah. three, so that's pretty simple choice, but that's that's that. Well, one. she is really well developed character. She was full I attitude you were through she has the whole thing. Features. <laughs> well, she does have well developed features, yeah. but also really <laughs> awkwardly developed features. Well, so that's you know that's yeah. video games for yeah. you though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's okay though. Number two, Johnny. Uh, my number two is a character that uh, Jared made fun of, Link. Yay! <laughs> From Legend of Zelda. Um, and I picked Link. You should dress up as Link as Halloween one year. You could do a good Link. I've always wanted to. You have the nice I love, hair. That, he's always I, I don't been know if I would my... do the whole stocking, the white stocking thing. Oh, like, okay. I, would, I would want to do, like, I, I, more of, like, Link from... Uh, from, like, um, Twilight Princess, you know, where he's, like, wearing pants and not pants. Yeah, like... Anyway, tell us why. Um, I picked Link because, uh, well, the um, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time was one of the first N64 games and also one of the first, like, video games I played in general. So it holds a lot of novelty for me. And um, he's just kind of like the classic silent protagonist warrior, you know, who uh, fights, you know, this is going to sound really corny, but he fights for, like, honor and uh, you know, and, well, and, he he has the triforce of courage, so he's very courageous. Yeah, true. And just yes. yeah, so you, you already have that attached to his character. Yeah, and yeah. so uh, and I can you know I can project. I mean, he's me. He's all of us, right, Jared? Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I I always I already said I love Link, but I don't. I personally don't feel that he belongs on this list because he has not been a fleshed out. Like he's not. A character, character. He's just the dude that you're He's playing as there. to go save Princess Zelda again and again and again and kill Ganondorf again and again and again. He's a he's always at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, type of and thing. it's it, since it's always different timelines. It's just some random kid that gets thrown into this little circle of uh, Ganon. So I don't know. I I just have never found him to be a character. It's just. I love the games that he's in. Does he have a full name, or is it just Link? Link. No, it's just Link. Oh. Link. Link. Patrick Linkovich. <laughs> Link. <laughs> Linkovich. All right, Jerry, you're number two. Well, I didn't want to select a new one for this, because John Marsden is also one of my favorites, so he is my number two. Oh. Ooh, he he I is. Know he's... Such a well-done character. I mean, everybody, even to this day, that has played that game still remembers him fondly. No, I came late to the game because I was, I don't know, I just had like this apprehension, mainly because of Grand Theft Auto. But when I finally sat down to just play through it. Yeah, but I mean, even even through the story, you know, he's just pretty much getting crapped on the whole time. <laughs> I mean, he, he completes what and, they and told him to, and they, <laughs> they turn it around, and, you know, it just gets worse and worse, and he just holds his head up high, and he's always thinking about his family. 
and that's the most important thing to him. I mean, he's he's not a one-dimensional character whatsoever. He has he's just like one of us. He's a normal guy that will do anything for our family. You know, he's. I I would love to see Rockstar do a prequel of him when he was in a gang in his younger days. Oh, I don't know. That would be cool. I I'm waiting for them to announce that some year, but they don't announce things. They're just like, oh hey, it's coming out in six months. That's right. Um, it's a good game. No, I yeah. he's a good character. I I thought about him, but I don't love him enough. To, I didn't love him enough to put him on my list. So yeah. Well, but, I I spent a lot. Well, that game I was so into that I didn't even get to Mexico for like. I think after 27 hours of gameplay, because I was Whoa. just doing all the crap on that first continent, and then like the rest of the game slowly unlocked for me. I'm just like, whoa! And Mexico and such I spent a big part so of the game much too. time uh, in that game. I I spent so much time with the character and did all the stuff that I could, and you know, I just got really attached to who he was. You know, that world is done so well too. Because I mean, at first it seems so huge, but um, but now when I when I play the game again, like it seems like a lot smaller than. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot smaller, but it seems so huge. Yeah. Well, yeah. Red Red Dead Redemption and is then, and still then, one of my favorites. And because the character is awesome, and then what happens at the end that happens? Oh, that's great. Um, it is great, but like, I don't like playing through the game as that character. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like I kind of feel like because you got. I wish I'd done all the other stuff while I was John Marsden and not this other character yeah, now. You know? I know what you mean. So I just kind of feel like, meh. It's still a clever way to keep it is. playing the game. It is, but it's just like, mm, meh. But you would like to have, like, an option. <laughs> yeah, like, let me just put the, the other skin on or something. I don't know. Have him doing the voice. and I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, come on, Rockstar. Give us a sequel <laughs> or a prequel. Just give us something in the Red Dead world, please. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, good game. Good choice. Um, honorable mention on my list, I would say. Um, my number two, uh, super long-running series. I've loved the character from the beginning. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider, had uh, to make my list. I almost put her on my list. And uh, I've played one, two, and I played pretty much every Tomb Raider game. Yeah, uh, I kind of miss some of the old, more cartoony stuff, like the the newer version, though very awesome. Um, I miss kind of the more funny stuff where she would do like the walkovers when she would climb up a ledge and like kick over her legs yeah. and be all kind of sexy or I don't know. I, I'm surprised it's going to be, those. it's going to be a while before we obviously just see the current Tomb Raider in a, like a bathing suit, you know, like you kind of miss the kind of playful Laura Croft where she was kind of wearing her one piece and her, yeah. her little snorkel and goggles and flip and she's kind of, I don't know. I miss that kind of. Uh, overly proportioned. Well, yeah, back back in those days, they only went with her sexuality versus actually char- characterizing but, her as a person. But, you know, she had puzzle games, and they were yeah. fun to, you know, those were fun to figure out. I feel like, I hope the, well, we could get into that, but um, but this new game is a lot darker, though very awesome, makes her a really kick-ass character. I don't know. I mean, I just like the franchise. I like the character. I think, like, how many other female characters have really carried a franchise i mean it's kind of none that i can think of it's not uh, well samus Aran. right but <laughs> for a while everyone thought you know before the reveal at the end of that game you know yeah you know well even then she hasn't been had argued. a proper game since the beginning of the wii right um has the tomb raider has it only been rebooted once or has it been rebooted twice it's been rebooted well yeah, yeah i think they did a Reboot on the PS2 era. The PS2, kinda. well, when Crystal Dynamics took over, they kind of re-envisioned it, and I guess they kind of altered stuff, so maybe that in-between PS2, Xbox era is kind of a different... But I think they may have done it before everybody started calling things reboots right. or reimaginations. It was just the next game in the franchise. Yeah. But this hard reboot in this latest, you know, this last generation, you know, that's which, really... Uh, which I'm really looking forward to, the new one. Right, so, I mean, it's awesome, and she's a great character, and uh, you, we're getting a lot more character development in this new series, which is cool, but I do kind of miss that old, playful Laura Croft, so, yeah. I don't know, I wish we could, you know... I miss those games where you could, like, just run around in her mansion and do shit, you know? Yeah, like, swim fun. and figure out puzzles, and I don't know, that's goofy and stupid, Her, her butler know. following her around yeah. with the rattling glasses. It's dumb stuff, but it's fun stuff, so, anyway... My number two, Tomb Raider. 
So here it is. That's a good one. It's, it's the big come down. It's a number one time. Number Go, Johnny. Number one, John. Go. My number one is uh, Max Payne. Yes, yeah. When he told me this today, I was like, what? I've never played any of the Max Payne games, I so like, I can't say what or what not. So. It's not like he's a bad character, but I was just like, wow, what a character to like be. <laughs> he's very one-dimensional. Is that no, what you're saying? No, 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 is he, no. Or is he pretty deep? Explain this character up. to me. Um, well, he said he likes really dark characters. Well, yeah, dark so dark Max Payne, if you haven't played the game, it's a, it's a noir type of game. So the first one opens up where... Um, Max Payne plays a police officer, has a, a wife and a, and a baby girl, and they live out in the burbs. And then one day, that is all wrecked because these crazy junkies kill him, Spoiler. his wife and his baby. So then after that, he goes off into undercover. So that's the basis for the first game. But I, like, I think also, those games have been out long enough that spoilers don't really matter. But then he's like cracked addled. Like he does drugs. He's just like messed up. And Yeah, well, he's just like – he's a – He's just a burned-out cop who has survivor skills, and, you know, he's just trying... He's, like, still trying to do his job. I mean, he's still a good cop, I guess you could say, uh, but he's also, like, you know, really burned out and has, like, these... a lot of traumatic demons that he he never really deals with. You know, he kind of just, like, pops pills and just, like, guns <laughs> down anybody who stands in his way, and, you know, no, so... it's a good game, and it's, it's he's a, just a dark, messed-up character, especially yeah. when he has, like, those episodes in the game where it's, like... Oh, the nightmares and stuff. The nightmares stuff is pretty messed up, but... Yeah, uh, and I don't really... I liked the first one. I didn't care for the second one so much, and I haven't played the third one, so... Um, the third one's kind of more of a departure from what they usually do. Um, I like... I liked um, the first one, the second one. I can go back, back and forth one on because I kind of like, I like the action more in the first one or in the second one. But um, but I think the story, the story, I think is a little bit better in the first one. All right. Cool. All right, Jared, you're number one. Well, I I think you removed him off your list. Yeah, but uh, another Mass Effect character. Garrus. Yep, I knew. <laughs> I I even have the action figure, oh, and wow. and I named my Final Fantasy fourteen Dragoon Garrus Stormborn. Yep. So kind of taking some Skyrim and Mass Effect for his name. I knew Jared would. Uh, pick yeah, he, he's. I I even bought all those comic books that came out. You know, anyone that starred Garrus in it, I was like, yeah, yeah. So he's a good character. He well, out of all of the alien races that have ever been created in a video game, I think the Taurian is one of the most essential to any game series. Just the look, what who they are. I mean, I just really love the style, what he looks like. And, I like the type of I mean, character he's, he is. He's a yeah, really good, he's such a loyal, awesome. Guy. Yeah, very loyal. He was always there for me. Yeah, and I, I, had him I, in I my just party too. yeah, I needed him in my party every single mission. Overlook, but yeah, uh, overlook, pretty much. <laughs> he's a he's an excellent go to guy, number two guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he is. Uh, that'll be a hard one to unseat as my number one character in uh, Mass Effect Three. I had the uh, little romantic. Uh, my femship got it on with Garrus. Oh, that's right. Well, it's yeah. not really, they don't really get it on. It's kind of goofy, but it's funny. It's but uh, I, I, in, in Mass Effect, I have to give it a really close second to Thane. Thane's awesome. Yeah. I was sad when he... Yeah, Thane... Okay, but continue. What, what, who is your number one, Ian? Well, I think, I think Thane, snake. Thane is a good one, cause, uh, but he's a good character. Um, yes, uh, of all the choices... I, I could. I told. I told John today. Like, my top five could just be Metal Gear Solid characters, and I wouldn't have to put. A, I could just do a whole list of Metal Gear Solid because they, uh, arguably, a lot of them mean a lot more than these other characters in the list. Like, you'd probably Ata- list off all the girls that you got to take. No, not even that. Otacon. I mean, Otacon. Dirty pictures of Metal Gear Solid Four and Raiden, and you know, I don't even know those girls' names, but yeah, I don't know. But it is true. It is Solid Snake. He is at the top of my list. How he did is, I guess? Yeah, you know, it's not very hard, but uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my number one character, and that's I, our I his, agree our top five list. You know, so. You know, it's pretty awesome. We should. We're gonna have to do like a top five worst 
like character lists, that should be fun because I know a little uh, Russian dude that uh, might be on that list. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, I, I know. He's not Russian. I think his last <laughs> name starts with a P. But uh, that's it, guys, uh, for the show. I'm Ian, Jared, and John. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you.